0: How are we doing, mates? Welcome back to the top step. My name is Ryan Roland Smith. Another good episode for you this week. Uh, Mariner fans, I know you're going to like this one. Gold Glover, Mr. Evan White, joins me on the show, and we dive into everything 2020, what went wrong with him offensively, what it's like to win a gold glove, what it comes with, um, the approach this offseason, what he's up to uh, to get. To where he can get to uh, for the 2021 season, but it's really good. We we kind of dive into a lot of different things that I didn't know. Uh, I kind of messed with him in the beginning of the episode too. I was like, "Dude, do you even know who I am?" <laughs> because he's 20. Was he 24? And and we've never met. I've never met this guy. Uh, like a lot of these Mariner, um players who I'm having on the podcast, I've never met him. Man, I'm covering these guys, watching them. Love watching Evan White play. I know he's going to rake. Um, in the next couple of years, I think it's all mental. He talks about that during this episode. A lot of stuff going on in the head. Uh, for him, this year, offensively, but defensively, I mean, I love watching him play. He's going to be a stud. It was so good to, 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 to get that conversation and to meet him. I know it's over Zoom. I'm, I'm just like you. I'm over the, the whole Zoom situation uh, running our lives. But really good episode um, with Evan. Great dude. 24 years old and just a part of that exciting pack of players that we're going to have here in Seattle next couple of years. Uh, He talks about his his most influential coach, uh, hitting philosophy, a bunch of stuff. Really good episode. Uh, Before we get into that, make sure you go to www.thetopstep.com. Go check out some other episodes, whether it's season one or season two or it's my cartoon that i've made i'm making another cartoon by the way uh if i haven't already i'm working on it right now uh, when this episode comes out i'm not quite sure if it would be done that's pretty funny But um anyway i hope you enjoy this episode as evan white joins me on the no matter what happens ryan roland smith has something to tell his grandkids right here first appearance of the big leagues <laughs> fame. <laughs> especially if he strikes them out here comes the one-two pitch to Jr. now The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life. <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. And the inning is over but what an that inning rock, it was. You'll never
1: say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing, them. Oh, no. killing them. Kill,
0: kill, All right, Evan, welcome man. I Appreciate you coming on, dude. Of course, man. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I, um dude, you and I have never met, man. I've had some of your teammates on. Um, it's been a tough year because usually I come down, I try and, you know, meet everyone, stay out of everyone's way, but we've never met. So this is literally the first time we've ever spoken, right? <laughs> exactly. It's a good first way of meeting you, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Hey, do you even know, here's a question for you. I was thinking this like 10 minutes ago, I was talking to my wife. I was like, does this dude even know who I am? Do you even know what I do with the Mariners? <laughs>
1: I'll be honest with you. I know you're left. You were, left-handed, you were a left-handed pitcher. I knew. I knew that. So that's that's the most important part. Um, I'm putting you I, on the you spot do right now. With, you do something with Root Sports, don't you?
0: Yeah. So I do. I do yeah, I do. I do the, the pre and post. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm writing up all this stuff. Sitting there. You know, writing up. Oh, I want to ask him this. Asking. And I'm thinking to myself, never met this dude because I've had um, I've had um, Sheffield on. I did the caravan with him. Okay. I've had um, Justin Dunn on. Who else, um, Pete Woodworth. I've never met him. I had him on the other day. Yeah. It's just weird, man. Like 2020, dude. Like, it you're, you, I mean, you make your, your, your major league debut right in the most bizarre time. Do you ever, do you mm. ever think about that and think, do you kind of wish you made your debut on, in another year?
1: I mean, I'm very thankful um, how it worked out, obviously, and very
0: thankful to have made my
1: debut. But it was definitely weird. Man, I'll never forget uh, opening night in Houston. And you know, you, you get introduced and you look around. There's like seven grounds crew guys clapping. And that's about <laughs> it. So it definitely wasn't uh, wasn't how you draw it up, um, but it's special in its own right. So it was, uh, you know, still pretty cool.
0: So the grounds crew were basically acknowledging the fact you're making your debut. That's why they were clapping.
1: They just, they clad for everybody. They were the only people that clapped for anybody because that's, that's all they had in Houston. So uh, obviously with, you know, fans and everything not being there, they just had the, those guys who, who were in attendance and yeah. uh, that was about it. Was there, ever, was,
0: was there ever a conversation? Because I, I spoke to, you know, some of the people, you know, obviously I'm watching the game and we always talk back and forth. There had to be some sort of conversation. Hey, is it okay if I just bring my wife and, and or, or Major League Baseball or, whether it's you or or someone else saying, "Hey, can can at least for the guys making their debut, is there is there any chance that your wife can? Your, your wife is it Carrie? Your your wife? Yeah, Carrie. Yeah. Yep. Right. Kerry. If Carrie yep. and your parents can come, was there ever that conversation?
1: You know, I think for me it wasn't. Obviously, you talk to your buddies about how cool it would be if if that was the case, where your yeah. wife would be able to come and parents would be able to come. But at the same time, you're making your debut, you don't really have any pull or anything like that, so uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't really throw that out there. Like, hey, I know I haven't played a game yet, but. Uh, let me bring some people
0: to yeah. such
1: a crazy time. So, uh, oh, unfortunately, man. you know, they weren't able to come to anything, but uh, hopefully that changes, uh, within the next year.
0: Yeah. It, it was weird. Now I wanted to kick this off, man. Huge. Congratulations. Gold glove, man. I mean, that's amazing. You know, and, and again, yeah. I, and I was looking up this too, and you probably already know this, but literally I, I'm pretty sure you're the first rookie to win it ever. Right. I think so, at first base, I know uh, yeah. Arnado
1: won a third. Um, when he, and he's, I think one ever since, um, So uh, I think that I'm the only one that's done it uh, at first base for the first time. It's amazing, man. That's all I know. So
0: that's amazing. And and again, watching this year, it it was one of those things. And going off, you know, watching the guys last couple years playing first base, and and even when I was playing. And, and in a Mariner's uniform and, and everything else. It was just refreshing, number one, having someone who like actually takes pride in that position, number one. And number two, just like getting some of the play, because it hasn't been like that last couple of years. I'm not knocking anyone, yeah. but there was always just that question mark. And, and as a pitcher, you're like, man, dude, just freaking make that play or make, or get deeper in the hole or whatever it is. So dude, it, it was a lot of fun watching this year, man, and, and doing your thing. Yeah, thank but. you very
1: much. As, as something I always take pride in, like you said, um, you know, having the pitcher on the mound, be confident that, not just myself, but the entire defense is going to make a play behind him. And I feel like we did a, a really good job with that this year. And um, I think we definitely have a lot to work to still do. But uh, I think it's definitely a, a good building point going forward.
0: Hey, and this year too, they, they kind of changed. Rawlings kind of changed the way um, the voting worked and everything else. It was basically. And, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but did they go solely off um, the d- defensive Sabre numbers?
1: That's my understanding. Yeah, I don't right. think there was any voting of any kind, except for the, uh, the Platinum Glove. Gotcha. Uh, there there's some voting. I think the fans got a chance to vote there, but uh, to my understanding, it was just strictly the numbers for the gold gloves.
0: Do you, Do you think that's how it should be? Do you think it should be purely off off that? I know this is kind of still a new thing, right? The way they sort of they you know with, with when it comes to defense and everything else. But do you feel like that kind of makes sense, right? Because that's what? the i haven't given much thought but i mean like you said i think i
1: think it makes a little sense and obviously i was able to win it that way so i kind of kind of like it a little bit uh, who knows if i would have uh and you know if other there other factors were in there but um i really don't know i think it's uh it's a new process and yeah. um it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds in the future
0: yeah there's really i mean there's really no other way to do it i remember yeah, you know, at the end of the year and and I'm, i don't know if you guys got a chance to vote on anything this year at the end of the year but i remember you get that form and, and it's like oh you know best of this, best of that. I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I haven't kept up yeah. with all these players. I'm not even going to give you an educated guess. Like, and don't get me wrong, man, the fact that players get to vote things in or managers get to, but it's always going to be a bit of a bias, right? And there's always going to be that, I don't even know what this dude did this year, even yeah. if I'm playing, right?
1: Well, especially, like you're saying, especially this year with not yeah. playing anybody yeah. outside of the West uh, divisions. So, I mean, you know, you had no idea what was going on. Obviously, you, you see the scores and you see, you yeah. know, who's yeah. winning their division and whatnot. But, to know what specific players are doing you know in yeah. the west they're not in the west in the east and the central
0: it's kind of tough to follow so uh, yeah so does that mean from now on and 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 t- tell me if this is how it goes from now on do you have the 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 gold patch on your glove that's my understanding yeah <laughs> so,
1: uh, i'm really excited about
0: that because that's, that's, that's awesome. something i've I've dreamt about my
1: entire life so uh pretty, that pretty is excited awesome. about that
0: and, and and that's something that like like how does that work so like I'm just, I'm going back in. I should, I should have written this down because I was trying to do a little bit of digging on, on you know, what you actually get, obviously you get the award, right? You get to put that up. Yeah. yeah you're you in Arizona right now. You're in Peoria right now. Yeah. yeah, And, that, yeah, exactly. and that's your full time. That's where you're going to live every off season. That's, that's yeah. home now.
1: Yeah, as of now as this is the the plan Karen and i have and we love it out here and it's, it's nice especially yeah. you know in the in the winter time to be actually be able to get outside a little bit and right. uh, you know feel like it give me a, an advantage from a training perspective as well so yeah we, for uh, sure we're happy down here
0: are you um so where are you putting that thing in the house i, I got a little playstation man cave
1: room uh <laughs> we got some stuff up for us some jerseys and stuff like that and yeah. uh, some balls and they did a really good job seeger did an awesome job he bought us our uh the lineup card and framed it um, oh, wow. for, our, for our debut and first homer and stuff like that. Oh, so wow! be a nice addition in there with, with all those things
0: for sure. You don't want to put it front and center like when everyone walks in the house to see that nah,
1: thing? Try, try to keep all the, the, the regular stuff in the living room and stuff like that. and kind of, <laughs> the family kind of have photos. In, Exactly. In a designated area. So,
0: so you get, obviously you get the trophy. So t- talk me through the, the, the patch, right? So is that mandatory? Like, do you have to have that on now? Or are you basically, like is that is that a choice do you ask for that how does that work it's
1: mandatory for me i'm I'm not taking it <laughs> off if, it, if if there's any uh you know questions about it i'm, I'm gonna keep it on there I, I really don't know um you know because yeah. in the minor leagues when you win them in college and you win it and, you know you don't you just get the trophy which is obviously yeah, very yeah. special and um uh, still means a lot but uh, you know now to be able to do it in the big leagues and you actually yeah. get the, the patch to go along with it and i think i think it keeps it keep it on there for the rest of your career so uh it's, it's definitely exciting
0: it's, yeah, man. It's one of the coolest things. Like Growing up as a kid, obviously, Griff, you had that thing on there. And like, I'd glance, like, Adrian Beltre's playing third base. He was ridiculous. And like, when he left, I swear to God, my ERA went up a point <laughs> because I'm like, I'm throwing these like weak, you know, backdoor sliders and just getting crushed down to third base. And sure enough, man, but you'd glance, I swear to God, man, I'd glance over there and just check out that little gold thing on that glove. I was like, man, yeah, he's the dude. It's the coolest <laughs> thing, man. It is so cool. I think it's cooler than the trophy, I'll be honest with you I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. The
1: trophy is going to be incredible. But to be able to have that, especially, you know, wear it out on the field every single day is, is going to be a huge oh, yeah.
0: challenge. For sure. No, that's really cool. So right now you're, you're in Peoria. And basically, that's that's now your home. You mentioned you get a chance to work out um, it, uh, at the complex there, right? Mm-hmm. I got to ask you this before we go on. Now, you had a bunch of guys there at the Arizona Fall League and everything else. The When you go in there every day, are you working with a, with a coach or on your own? Or who are you working with? Yeah, so uh, James Clifford,
1: um, our big league okay. strength coach, yep. he's there. And, you know, it's nice because he's been able to run my program, keep an eye on me, and, and everything. And he's obviously, you know, done it for a very long time. So for him to be able to keep his he's eyes been on the show, by the way, thing. has he really? He's a oh, man. Yeah. He, he's awesome. He, he does yeah. a great job with us, and he's yeah. you know, you just you've got to be around. So for him to, you know, be able to keep his eyes on me all off season, and because I, I want to play as a full season. So yeah. and I think that's that's one of the biggest goals for me is to stay healthy and stay on the field for you know as many games as possible in a full season yeah. and for him to be able to you know see guys that have done that before i think is, is huge and uh, from a you know playing side you know we got guys that are able to throw to us in the cage and hit us grab walls and stuff yeah. like that so it's a it's a really good setup and um, i'm thankful for it
0: so you now have there's no one in there like like a hitting coach down there specifically or infield coach it's basically just you're basically kind of on your own essentially and cliffy's there you know putting you through putting you through the ringer basically
1: yeah, a little bit. Um, I actually was able to hit with uh, JD and Laker a couple of weeks ago. They came down when I started hitting just so we have a you know concrete plan. I have a routine and yeah. I kind of know what I'm looking for. And uh, there's a guy down there, Dawson, um, who's a hitting coach in the minor leagues. And yeah. uh, he's able to hit us ground balls, like I was saying, and then throw to us. And that way we, he, you know, he's able to keep an eye on us. You know, we're all on the same page. We're able to have those conversations so he knows what yeah. to look for too so he can you know hold me accountable to it. And if he sees me, you know, kind of yeah. doing something with my body I'm not supposed to be doing um, with right. the swing. so um it's, it's a good setup and like i said I'm, I'm very thankful for it does um has cliffy ever
0: talked to you about his football days oh my gosh all the time <laughs> all the time dude. It's, i love hearing it though it's it's awesome is that him is that him bringing it up or you're asking him i mean did, did, he was he was the man up here man like yeah. it was crazy
1: he still is but yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's a combination of both you know we'll ask him some questions and He's not afraid to bring it up once in a while either. It's all good fun.
0: It's nuts, man. I remember because I met him. He was like one of the first people. Like I signed with the Mariners. I was coming out of high school. I'm 18 years old, and literally, like my dad. My dad's really into like you know. My dad was is like a strength coach back in Australia. He's like, hey, the first person you meet is the strength coach. You know, so there's Cliffy, and I was scared of him, dude. He was just jacked. He still is, but he was just. And uh, everyone talked about, oh yeah, he's a football player, this and that. But he played baseball. I'm like, damn, I don't want to mess with this dude. <laughs> but I, I, I knew he was decent. But then I go out and play with the with Everett, and I, all of a sudden, everyone at that time, this is 2001, so I'm sort, sort of showing my age here. <laughs> but man, he was like, his name just kept popping up. And then when I get, I get to now I'm in Tacoma. I get to the big leagues in um, 2007. And again, I'm like, this guy's the man. I had no idea until you're walking around the streets here in uh in, in Washington. I'm like, I've got to have this guy on the podcast because, you know, a lot of people, you know, obviously Marin fans, but dude, he like he was the man up here.
1: Yeah. Like- I mean, he won what he won, he won a national title there. He led the Pac twelve and in, in yeah. tackles one year. I mean, he he's no joke. He's a heck of a, a heck of a ball player. So it's it's yeah. always cool to hear. And this do story. you know
0: do you know this because he's told you or because you've looked that up? Uh, Maybe maybe more hint
1: telling me, Uh, I do the research too, but uh, uh, he's definitely told me a few things.
0: Yeah, he's he's awesome, man. So far, he's been there for so long and and doing his thing, but he's he's one of those guys too that, and I wanna talk to you about some of this stuff too, because with the hitting, right? Obviously hitting goes through these transitions of like new school way of thinking, Mm -hmm. uh, everything else. You get on, and you you mentioned before we got on, you mentioned you've taken a break off Instagram. But if you get on twitter and instagram there is just hitting guru after hitting guru out there that you don't really know who they are but they have got this big following and they say these profound things and you know the way they they teach hitting now is is so different to the way it used to be you know and it's funny sometimes you get these ex big leaguers on there talking about you know so against like launch angle and hearing all this kind of stuff about that with your approach and pre-2020 you know whether it be college you know at Kentucky or in the minor leagues did you did you feel like there was that transition cuz you you're obviously a lot younger 24 years old but did you feel like from when you kind of started getting really good and first round pick and everything else to up to now did you feel like there was like that transition the way hitting is is taught
1: you definitely see it and i think you know part of the uh the challenge of being a coach, especially in in pro ball levels, you got to be able to say the same thing a hundred different ways. So, I mean, they they might be able to use the terminology with launch angle with some guys that, you know, it clicks for me. That's great. Um, But at the end of the day, they have to be able to, um, you know, say say the things to kind of simplify for guys like myself who are like a little more old school with that stuff. And, um, you know, I think if, if you're on time you're athletic you're in a good spot mentally yeah i mean but you're you are going to elevate the baseball you're on time and stuff like that yeah. i mean it's going to happen um i think it's just all kind of you know finding who you are as a hitter the terminology that works for you and just be able to, to to communicate with those guys let yeah. them know like hey look you know this terminology it doesn't doesn't work for me you also has you know it's, it's a challenge though. it's a balance because you have to be able to you know try some new things and because you want to yeah. be the best version of yourself you want to continue to grow uh, so it's it's definitely a balance of those things, and um, it's a challenge sometimes, but um, there's there's definitely been a change in, in a lot of it, especially yeah. with social media. Oh, man. Um, and it's, it's you know, some guys, it helps out a lot, so that's great. Yeah. Uh, some guys, again, though, it it doesn't, and they have to know that, and um, they yeah. can't, you know, just completely bounce back and forth totally um, yeah. with, with what they're trying to do mentally. Because that's one of the biggest things I learned this year is just the mental side of it. You have to be clear. You know, you can have the greatest swing in the world, but if you're second-guessing your plan, if, you know, you have – these thoughts in your head and you're not allowing your eyes to do the work, you know, it's, it's challenging. You know, you're playing, you know, facing the best pitchers in the world and uh, you know, they're going to be able to, to exploit that if you're not all there. So um, that's, that's one of the biggest things for me.
0: Do you, and I want to get into this year and moving forward and everything else, but do you feel like, do you feel like your approach or the way you, you approach, you know, the, your process and everything else, do you feel like you're more in the old school way of thinking about hitting?
1: I do. Um, I definitely do. Um, I think, again, this year really taught me is, is the mental side and how important that is. I know it's kind of a, not directly answering your question, yeah. but from an approach standpoint, you know, I got to be simple. I got to be as simple yeah. as possible. And, you know, me getting to the big leagues and having a lot more information on um, what the pitchers trying to do, I think kind of got in my head a little bit. And, right. you know, it's on it's me. At the end of the day, I, I wasn't able to make that adjustment quick enough, and um, I'm excited to, to grow from it yeah. and better from it. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Um, yeah, you're fine. You can answer but, that uh, if you want. It's probably no, no, it's
1: my wife's laptop. I have no idea who it even was. So. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that's, you know, the thing I'm most excited to grow on this off season is, is be better in that spot. And uh, I'm really excited to see how it plays out uh, yeah. because I've, I've talked to Andy McKay a lot and you know, he's done a great job and we, uh, we talk once a week and just trying to figure out, you know, the best way for me to be the best version of myself mentally yeah. and, and physically and athletically. And um, if those things can, can work together, I think you got a good shot to, you know, really help the ball club win a lot of games.
0: Andy is massive on the mental side, isn't he? I mean, yeah. I had Pete Woodworth, um, Mariners pitching coach on here a couple of weeks back. And uh, yeah, obviously Andy McKay was kind of his guy and he, he was diving into some of the stuff that Andy talks about. It's like, it's it's really next level. Is is there that balance though? You talked about like having just a clear head and trusting your approach. Sometimes with me, if I'm, and I had Daniel Bard on as well, um, the, who, again, he went through the yips for, for seven years and it was about, he would, went straight deep dive into everything. I mean, that, he's on another level, obviously with the yips and everything else. I mean, you've never had the yips, I'm pretty sure. So not, I'm, I'm gonna, have yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to jinx it. <laughs> but with Andy, so Andy's that guy, um, and even obviously now that you're in the big leagues and you probably don't have the same relationship with him, but he's still a guy that you lean on when it comes to that mental side of everything.
1: Absolutely. And it's something that I, you know, I, I've never really had to deal with that in the past, you know, coming up, I, I didn't really as crazy as I didn't have a ton of failure and ton of, you know, having to deal with yeah. that mentally. And, um, I was able to kind of just shut my mind off and play the game yeah. instead of kind of second guessing myself, not do it on purpose. I mean, the mind's a crazy thing and that's something kind of. Andy's been awesome to kind of show me, you know, ways to to balance that and ways to, to get back to, you know, being clear and, and calm and really just let my eyes do the work and the athleticism take over. And, uh, you know, it it's showed up in my golf game, too, which I'm, I'm, I'm pretty
0: excited about. <laughs> nice. There you Looking more than,
1: uh, than I used to. So,
0: did you, and, and see, because, you know, and talking to some of these minor league guys who I know, yeah, you know, he he dives into like meditation and all this stuff. Kind of, is it, are you going that far with it, where you sit and you'll do meditation and things like that, or is it just simple little triggers?
1: Simple little triggers so yeah. far. I mean, it's something. You know, he he's. It's nice because we're having the one-on-one conversations, and you know, he's getting to know me and how I tick and and how I work. And you know, we've right. we've come a long way. It's a short period of time. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, doing it on a golf course with some buddies is a lot different than you know doing it in a big yeah. baseball game. But it's 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 the reps. It's practicing. It's just like. You know, you're going to lift in the off season. You're going to hit in the off season. You're going to take ground balls. You also have to get the reps mentally. Yeah. Because um, it's not just going to show up overnight, and that's something he really opened my my excuse me my eyes to. And yeah. uh, I'm I'm really excited about it, man. That's that's probably what I'm most excited about this off season and yeah. uh, getting better from that perspective. And it's going to be a continuous thing. I don't expect to have it, you know, perfected ever. But it's one of those things where you're still trying to get better each and every
0: day. And um, I'm just really excited about it. You know, I was watching. Obviously, in 2020, I watched every game, covered every game. And one thing I noticed at the end of the year, we had to do these things like a, a pre-game show. We had to talk about. I said, i oh, give me Evan White." So I want to do a bit of a, a dive into one thing. And you mentioned you know, having a clear mind, and you, yeah. Whether this is the thing or not, there was a lot of times this year where it was strike three, a pitch down the middle, where to me, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, you may have been in that in that time where two strikes where you're guessing or you're overthinking as opposed to just see the ball, hit the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. this year, this year in 2020, what like, I'm sure there's a ton of them, but what was the biggest adjustment watching major league hitters compared to seeing the guys in double A? I really think it
1: is the, just the mental clarity and those guys are committed. i um, watching trout. I mean, he hits balls that you you probably shouldn't even be hitting. You know, I remember him hitting a, a homer against us at home uh, two strikes, slider, black, low and away, and he was able to stay through it. And because I mean, when your mind, when your body and mind are in the right spot, yeah, your body does crazy things. You're able to get to pitches. You're able to, you know, hit stuff where it's like, how in the world do I do that? Yeah, and uh, it's something I've been able to experience before. It's something I wasn't, you know, very good at this year. And it's it's something. At the end of the day, I have to live with that. I have to be better because of it. I can't look back and like, man, I struck out so many times. You know, looking at pitches down the middle because I was thinking too much. It's like, okay. I did that. I acknowledge that I have to move on and be better because of it. I have to yeah. learn from it. Cause I mean, if I, if I don't learn from it, if I continue to beat myself up mentally and continue to think more and more in the box, it's going to happen more. And you know, before I know yeah. it, I'm gonna be out of the game. So it's, it's uh very important for me to you know acknowledge that, you know, be a man and really, you know, wear that, you know, I can't go back and change it. So there's no sense in, in worrying about it, but you gotta gotta acknowledge it and grow from it and uh, learn from it. So.
0: Did you have, with the guys on the bench um, who you leaned on during the game? Yeah, like other players, they're like, hey man, or you could open up to, or they can give you feedback?
1: Yeah, Seager was incredible. You know, he, right. he's, you know, had, you know, 10 years now, or close to 10 years, and he's, yeah. he's done it for a very long time. He's had his highs and his lows. You know, he's what it's, he knows what it's like. He's been an all-star in the game. He's, he's won a gold glove. And um, so for him to be able to kind of pull me aside and say, hey, stick with it, you know, keep pushing and. Um, but also have the relationship outside of baseball, and being able to just talk about other things is is great too. Yeah. So um, he he was
0: unbelievable and very thankful for him. Were there any times this year where you had that that clear mind where you felt like, man, I'm I'm good to go now. This is me right here. Were there any points in the season where you felt like that?
1: Yeah, I felt like I had a little stretch there um, playing the Dodgers, um, yeah. playing the the Padres, and I you know end up beating the ball off my knee and um, you know. Ha- I remember you know, that a few days off and coming back and felt okay and stuff. But, um, you know, I you know, can't be mad at that. I can't control that stuff. Um, yeah. still I you know, need to be better at
0: coming back and, and being clear. And um, that's something, again, I look forward to doing a better job next year. Right. Who, and, and so right now, when you mentioned, you know, Laker comes down to Peoria and talks about, you know, being on the same page. So what, what are the kind of things moving into, 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 uh 2021 to say 2022 man that's how by the way i'm I'm in washington right now we're about to get locked we're locked down for another month as this is getting being taped yeah and so i'm already like my head is already like two years ahead i'm just like i'm not even here anymore um so when 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 laker comes down the hitting coach who unfortunately he wasn't there during the season i've heard nothing but good things but he comes down to peoria and you guys are working on something what 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 is the game plan? Is there something set in stone to say, hey, let's really hone in on this going into next year?
1: The biggest thing is just getting in a, a consistent position to go. Um, right. You know, simplify the timing because you know you're at the end of the day, you can have times where you're mentally good and um, you know the mechanics. If you're not on time, it's tough to hit. It's tough yeah. to hit anybody, let alone the best pitchers in the world. So just getting in a more consistent position uh, on time, and that's that's yeah. really what it comes down to. And and getting in that position allow my clear mind to, to show up yeah. and be athletic um, you know because i'm athletic enough to to hit mistakes even when i'm not 100 yeah. percent on with the swing so um, that's again that balance of the the mind and the body um, and i know i keep harping on that but i, I really think that's going to be the the <laughs> biggest thing for me going forward and uh, but, um but am you know he's he was awesome jd did a great job and yeah and it was something we you know for the first hour out there we were just talking stuff back and forth doing some yeah. drills and and getting that position where i'm landing where i need to be to fire from and and right. Then, kind of finding a stance that was going to uh, to allow that. So, yeah. the swing might end up looking a little different, but it really, at the end of the day, my swing thoughts aren't changing. Yeah. It's just I'm going to be able to get into to more consistent positions and uh, allow my my you know best version of myself to get off more.
0: Was he coaching? Was there feedback during the season from from Laker with you, watching I, it, from afar?
1: I'm sure he 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 talked to JD and and Q all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to Laker directly right. um, throughout the season. Um, it was tough, though, man, because, I mean, you, you go to the field, you have a certain time yeah. slot every day, and, um, you know, you're trying to simplify things
0: as much as possible. And um, I could imagine, yeah. I was like, oh, so. Especially this year, man. And, and again, you, when you, you keep saying things about, you know, the mental side, it, it is easier said than done. Everyone's like, oh, just clear your head. Like, don't even yeah. think about it. Just, just land. And, and It's so much tougher than that, man, especially when you yeah. have, like, obviously everything you guys are dealing with this year with, you know, obviously not being able to leave the hotel and, and all everything else – Going through your head, um, with with the whole COVID nineteen, even if you're going to finish the season, everything else, but it's man, it's 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 amazing too, with you being so unique, and I want to talk to you about this. You sign a long term deal before you even get to the major leagues, right? I mean that that's first of all, congratulations. That's awesome, right? It, it's great, and and it's something that you know. There, there's a lot of different opinions about it. I mean, I got I remember getting asked from. You know, outside of Seattle, outside this region, from you know different people, what do I think about that deal? So the the process into that with you and, and your agent and your family, there must have been some crazy conversations, right, leading into into signing that deal.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, we wanted to have as much information as possible, and yeah. and really just talk to the family, talk to my wife. We prayed about it a lot, and um, you know, at the, at the time, I just felt what was right for us. Um, yeah. At the end of the day that's that's you know people have their different opinions and that's totally fine and you know some people might have done it differently some people might have done it the same but at the end of the day it came down to what was best for me and my family
0: and uh, you know I, I still stick by that obviously I I am saying this from someone who had to keep scratching and clawing to be the last dude on the roster I was like no 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 if if you get an opportunity and I who knows what's going to happen in a couple of years right you might have an injury you might have an injury away from the field something crazy might happen. If you get a chance to go into spring training and have get all that all that pressure of your long term what's going to happen away and you can just go and hit and do your thing, then I'm like, are you kidding? Of course. Mm-hmm. And really, really, when you look at it, it's basically setting you up where you can put you know put all these numbers, these 162 games of you know 500, 600 at bats and, and 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 log it all and be in a really good spot. I, it's it's just funny, man. And there must have been. Was there conversations with you and, and Jerry DePoto or your agent saying, oh, hey, I think they're going to do, you, do a long-term deal? Like, was that a quick or a long process leading into the day you actually signed?
1: You know, it was, it was really kind of quick. Yeah. Um, you know, we had some conversations. I was like, oh, crap, this is, you know, they're actually, it's happening. We're, you know, they're going to make the offer. And, you know, we kind of go back and forth, I have a few yeah. different discussions. And, um, you know, ended up being able to get it done. It was, it was, you know, kind of a special time because it was on my dad's birthday. We oh, deal and then it was the day before my mom's first chemo treatment so it was it was a lot going
0: on for us you know yeah. emotional time for us um, but uh the timing yeah, was it was crazy where were you when when you when you got, got that call from your agent saying yeah they're going to make you this offer
1: i was back in columbus okay. uh, so my wife and i we, we got married december 14th last year and uh so we went back home for the last for about two months yeah. um, just to make sure we we're there for all the the last minute planning stuff and, and we had to be there if you know we had to be there so yeah it was, it was a good experience I'm, I'm thankful for that my best friend from high school um he who lives in florida he he was back home for
0: um that time period so it's was, it was kind of cool to be able to spend that with him and um, yeah. yeah yeah man it's um yeah again it, it's kind of cool it's something that you probably see a lot more of now obviously since you've done it but it's one of those things man i mean you're literally the first first guy to sign a major league contract never playing in the big leagues right mm-hmm. essentially i mean And and that kind of, that kind of, that kind of length on, on, on that deal. And, and on the flip side of that, do you feel, do you ever feel like from then and up until 2020, even now, do you feel like there's different expectations or to live up to that? For me, I I don't really
1: view it like that. I, so people ask me like, Hey, were you putting pressure on yourself? All blah. It's like, no, not because the contract it's like, I wanted to be, and I still want to be the best player I can be every single day. And obviously that, that didn't show up a ton uh, from the offensive side this year. And, um, that's really it at the end of the day. Like, I, I just want to be great. I don't really care about the contract stuff. People yeah. are going to say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been able to you know, grow mature enough to not really care. Uh, yeah, That sounds bad. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> that's just the reality of it. That's you know? the so way, it
0: should like, be that funny.
1: way. Yeah. You want to try to get better each and every day, yeah. uh, be the best Evan Y can be. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, people want to talk, they're going to talk. People want to say it's great. They're going to say it's great at the end of the day. You know, it doesn't really affect
0: um, yeah. me and my loved ones. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. I mean, yeah, you, know, you hear people say that it's impossible not to care what other people think. You know what I'm saying? As far as you know, as far as that goes, which is which is true in some regard. But at the same time, and also too, man, like let's not forget in Seattle. As far as the fan base goes, <clears throat> if you if it was on the East Coast, there'd be all these different kind of expectation mm-hmm. stuff. But Seattle, you're lucky in a sense because you know fans just love you regardless, man. Like that's just how it is, you know. And then you you make a sick player at first base, even if you go over a hundred, no one, you know what I mean? That that's that they they have, you know, fans here. It's never going to be a situation where it's you're going to let people down whatsoever. I just think, personally, I'm always I care what other people think way too much. So mm-hmm. I know that boom, sweet, this is great. Of course, I'm going to sign that deal 100. Yeah. percent But now I'm like, oh man, now I need to I need to make sure everyone's happy with it. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. That's that's a real thing. And it's something, you know,
1: kind of battled a little bit with with at first and you turn on MLB network and you hear guys talking, you know, good crap about it. You know, I was like, "Dang, like you don't even know me. Why why are you talking about like that? But at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. And um, it's kind of cool to see that growth, you know,
0: kind of as I went. Did you hear from the Mariners side of things, and I think a lot of the a, a lot of it was well they're taking a big risk and everything else on their side, not so much your side obviously, but on their side. Did you hear the the explanation as to why they gave you that deal?
1: Yeah, I mean, we kind of just talked it's like they believe in me, I believe in where the organization's going and and I want to be a part of it yeah. um, i think I think we're going to do something really cool and something that hasn't been done um uh, you know in Seattle before and it's, it's something I want to be a part of, and they trusted me as a, as a player and as a uh,
0: clubhouse guy. And yeah, that's, that's a huge honor. And I'm um, going to give him everything I can back in return. And how, speaking of that too, I want to ask you, you're in double a last year with this, with, and we, that's all we, we had to sp- talk about the double a team in 2019. You know what I'm saying? Because even though we're covering the major league team, there's so much excitement about, is that a real thing? I mean, is there enough guys from that, from that group in double A and the guys we're starting to slowly see come up now, whether it be Sheffield, Dunn, you, um, yeah, everyone else and, and and the guys coming up next. Copy is that a real thing, man? I mean, are these guys going to be really what everyone says they are?
1: I, you know, time will tell, but I think yeah. so. I mean, just the work ethic they have, and I think that was the coolest thing. Obviously, we had that group of us that were there most of the year, but then you have Cal Raleigh, Kellner come up. Logan Gilbert and just to see how they I'm sure I'm missing some but just to see the work that they put in day in and day out yeah uh, at the age they they are and you know they're they're a few years younger than me so I know that's you know not crazy for me to say but um, it's just impressive man that they want to be great they they work their tails off and it's not something they you know expect anything to be handed to them so um, I think that's a great combination for us to be able to have the opportunity to really play together and see how each other each other tick, like see how yeah. how done, you know, hey, if something's off, you know, we built a relationship where I can say something and vice versa. Um and like I said, is one of my best friends in the world. And, you know, so he's he's seen me at my highs, he's seen me at my lows, and, right. and I see him at his highs and his lows. You know, we're able yeah. to hold each other accountable. And you kind of have those difficult conversations, you know, which take time, you know, you gotta be able to to build that trust to, you know, have those conversations with a lot of guys. And um, I think it's it's gonna be exciting for us going forward.
0: Yeah, it was awesome, man, seeing him win that Rookie of the Year, you know, and and again, obviously, shortened season, but he got off to such a good start, and you're like, well, you know, is this sustainable, what he's doing, but he just looked extremely comfortable with Major League pitching the whole year, you know, it's like the ball just traveled on him, like some of the nastiest 97s would sink, travel on him, and bang, just hit that ball to right center, so you guys, so where, where, you and Kyle Lewis, when was the first time you guys played together and, and meet and everything else?
1: We played together in high A in 2018, okay. uh, played in Modesto. We actually lived together there for a little bit. And on the road, high A and double A, we always roomed together. So, I mean, we got to, you know, you get to know each other, yeah. you know, those, those uh, road trips and stuff like that. And um, I think I first met him when I got drafted. He was rehabbing um, gotcha. when I think I, we were had a little camp in June to get all the draft guys together and met him there for the first time. And. I mean, it wasn't anything special then. It was like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing exciting. But, you know, once we got to Modesto and, you know, built that relationship and he yeah. ended up being at my wedding um, last year. Oh, no Jason. way. So, uh, oh, you guys that, are buddies. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not not, just for the cameras, I promise.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: He was just, you know, the most special day of my life so far. He's there for it. So. Oh,
0: wow. You know,
1: it's, it's pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. Did you ever feel like with him, If you if you are obviously pretty close to him, did you ever feel like when he was going through that rehab, like, and I'd love to have him on the show too. Um, but uh, he's, he's pretty popular at the moment, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I don't want to, don't want to bug him. Might <laughs> need a few weeks. Yeah. Um, when he was, again, you know, big big prospect, then he has the injury. And then all of a sudden, you just get this influx of different guys, Kelnick and, and Sheffield and all these. Do you feel like, in, in a way, um, Kyle Lewis was a little bit in the, in the background with all these other guys? Was there ever a period of that, or was he always still that dude, like yeah, he's going to be an absolute stud? I mean, in my
1: experience, you know, every time you know he walked in a room he commanded a room, he's got that you know right. superstar presence about him um, I, you know I don't pay attention much to, to the rankings, so I mean he might have got pushed down or something in the rankings, but um you know as a player you know, playing alongside him, I don't think there was a doubt in our minds that he's still yeah. he's still the guy, and I think that's something you know people did talk about, I think he kind of put that you know chip on his shoulder and and kind of motivated him to to continue to work yeah. and, and be great so. I think it was, you know, might have
0: been, you know, a blessing for him. Right. Hey, back to the hitting thing too. And I'll let you go here in a second. Who was the most going back, even from your college days? Who's the most influential coach you've had on 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 the hitting side of things? Rick Eckstein. Um, I had him
1: at, at uh, Kentucky for my first two years, and he kind of really taught me how to wow. be aware of my body. Um, you know, I got to got to Kentucky, and all I did was you know, I hit. Growing up, I've always been a good hitter and stuff like that. But he kind of allowed me to understand my body more, allowed me to understand approach and how important it is, visualization. Wow. Um, he, he was incredible. Um, very thankful for him. He was actually at my wedding as well. He wasn't in it, but he, he was at the wedding. And um, we still talk to this day, not as much as, you know, we probably should or well, yeah. as much as we would like to. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, he was incredible. And um, he was incredible for all of us at Kentucky. Uh, so it was very
0: thankful. So, so he's, he's not someone who, even when you're in the big leagues, you text him, say, hey, man, check out this video.
1: No, but it's because he's with the Pirates. So I'm not sure if that's frowned upon or what, what the deal is. Yeah, with right. uh, but I mean, we still have conversations once in a while, yeah. just checking on the family. And, um, and at the end of the day, if I, I think if I did send him something like that, I think you'd have no problem, um, you know, having a conversation about it. Again, it's just, I don't know what the, the rules are yet, you know, with yeah. all the, the big league stuff. So.
0: Yeah, it's amazing because a couple of things. Number one, anytime I ask, "Hey, who's your most influential coach?" Boom. There's really no hesitation. Like yeah. with, with a lot of people, and you, for you, there was no hesitation. You are like boom. Yeah. So so I they must, cut you off a second. what say that
1: again. I almost cut you off just to just to get it out there. I, right? so, I just asking questions like Rick. You know. Yeah,
0: it's what it's amazing, it? and and I've been asked I've had like a lot of good coaches. I've had a lot of bad ones too, um, but. There's always like, when I get asked that, boom, there's always that one coach. It's like, literally like, you know, I'll cut you off to answer the question. Mm-hmm. So what was for you? So at that point in your life, I mean, you're coming out of high school. You were, you're a big deal coming out of high school though, I guess. Right. No, no
1: I, I mean, Kentucky was my only <laughs> big time offer. I had some like smaller schools offer me. Um, but you
0: play, you play it as a freshman, right? Like every yeah. day. Yeah. Which is rare. If you go to a school like Kentucky, basically you're going to, you're going to ride it out until you're a couple of years in, right?
1: Yeah, um, I was very fortunate. Our, you know, A.J. Reed um, was there previously. He got drafted the year before I got yeah. there, and the guy that played first base um, moved over because the third baseman got drafted, and um, I was able to kind of just go in and win the job. And, you know, Eckstein, again, he was, he was a huge part of that, obviously, offensively, but right. defensively too. You know, defensively, I was, you know, always pretty good, but he was able to help me kind of slow the game down as it sped up and um, kind of helped me in all facets of the game, not just uh, the offensive side.
0: Right. Gotcha. Okay. So, so you basically credit him, you come in, you have that conversation and boom, everything he's telling you, you just have that, there's just that trust factor to it, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I was hundred percent bought in, you know, right away. I think he, he helped a lot of us. I mean, we, on that team, we had a ton of guys uh, make it to the next level and he's a, he's a huge
0: reason why. You know, it's funny. And and just on that too, and I just thought of this, one thing for me when it comes to coaches or someone who are like a mentor or something like that, there has to be that, you know, where everything they say, you just trust it right away, right? Have you ever, you, there must have been times throughout, and again, you didn't have a real big minor league career, but there must have been times, and obviously you're not going to name names or anything like that, but there must have been times where you're getting information, especially now, the, 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 the era, era of baseball and coaching is completely different because it's mm-hmm. flooded with guys who have never played at the highest level Right, and they're trying to teach you how to be a major league hitter, or even guys in at the college ranks who've never had good numbers in college, teaching you how to be a really good D one player. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the biggest, you know, speed bumps for me was, dude, you've never done it, so don't tell me how to do it. And I had to open my mind a little bit, but you must have had people along the way, whether it's some, you know, nerd coming down with with analytics and saying, yeah. oh, hey, look, Evan, this is how you do this, and you're like, dude, how, the, how that's not going to help me, right? There must have been people along the way that you just regardless of the information, you just didn't trust what they
1: were saying. 100% right. And like yeah. you said, I'm not going to say any names, but it's funny because, you, you know, you say that and I started smiling because you start thinking of some people right off the bat.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but at the end of the day, it's like you said, you got to open your mind. You got to realize that they have your best interest in, yeah. in, in at heart. Um, they want you to be as successful as you can possibly be and, and help the ball club win games, you know, whether was in college or whether that's, yeah. you know, with the Mariners and whatnot. Um, but I, like you said, I'm, I'm a big, you know, field guy. Right. So it's tough for me to you know, get information off numbers. It's like, okay, that's, the numbers yeah. are great, but how is that gonna help yeah. me hit 95 with yeah. a
0: little, to it, you know? Right. you feel like the Mariners, they do a good job of, they have all that, the numbers, but do a good job of translating it. I've, I've talked to guys, been in organizations, they're like, yeah, man, they've got this amazing analytics, but I don't know what the hell this really means, or I don't trust it because I don't know how to put this into practice on the pitching side. Mm-hmm. You feel like the Mariners have that good balance?
1: I I do. I think, like you said, it goes back to balance and having guys that are able to, again, say one thing a hundred different ways and kind of dumb it down for some of us that need to not be so, you know, analytic based. Um, But some of the guys love it. Some of the guys, that's how they are so successful. Um, So they they do a good job of being able to do both for both sets of guys.
0: Hey, um, and, and one other thing to ask you this before we get on, I noticed, because I, I went through a little, did a little Instagram stalking. By the way, I did did reach out to you on on Instagram months, about a month ago. I'm like, oh, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? I even tried <laughs> to name drop too, by the way. I was like, oh, I've had on Justice Sheffield. So you're like, oh, okay, it must be legitimate enough. But I noticed with the Instagram, you, you put it to a halt, right? With with the the posting. And you guys now, today's generation, you guys, it's, it, it's a ton of, Yeah, I don't want to call it branding because it sounds ridiculous, but like, it's a lot of content, man. When I was playing, I'm going to age myself here. You would get ripped from teammates if you're out there like on Twitter or whatever, but you, you kind of shut the, I noticed that the last post on Instagram was a while ago. What happened with, what happened with the Instagram account?
1: I I just wasn't doing anything. Like it's not going to, it's, I realized it's like it doesn't really help me grow as a person anyway. It's Uh, not going to make me a better husband, a better teammate. Um, you know at the end of the day it's, it's not super important obviously with the offseason and, and k i had to post something for kaylee winning the rookie of the year right uh, was that i my wife's our anniversary is coming up her birthday's coming up so you might see a post again here soon but uh, it's definitely on the, the back end of my phone now so i don't like to pay you know too close yeah. attention to it um, i will get on there and follow you back though i, I you know yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry about that um that's uh, that's where i'm way. going with it by the way i, I need followers. <laughs> no, let's go follow thing. me back
0: um no, it's just funny, man, because, um, you know, with, with, with all that stuff, with, uh, you know, Instagram and everything, I just noticed players do an amazing job with it now. Like, I mean, Sheffield and Dunn, boom, they're just putting it out. I'm like, who's making this content for him? It's amazing. Like, these these graphics and everything. It's crazy. It's legit.
1: You know, oh, I, Don. I'm not sure. He probably wouldn't tell you. He probably wouldn't tell me. But I, I think he's got a little team working for him or something because for sure. uh, his stuff is legit. You know, he, <laughs> he puts a lot. Of, especially the thing for Kaylee Rookie of the Year. Like, that was... Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So he, he does a good job with it. And uh, like I said, it is important for, for certain things and, yeah. you know, the branding side of things, I guess, uh, you know, for me, it's, I don't love it. I don't, I don't need, yeah. me. I don't really, you know, love that stuff. You know, whether yeah. that's good or bad, I don't know. Um, it's just not, not me. I'm going to
0: get, I'm going to get messages. Cause I talked to um, Brandon Morrow. I don't know if you remember Brandon Morrow. He, he played with the Mariners. He, he was with, recently with the Dodgers and the Cubs, but he's like, dude, I just don't have any, I'm not doing anything interesting. Like I yeah. don't know what's right, and I'm the same way, man. Like everyone's like, oh, you need to to, to tweet more, especially during the season. I'm like I don't, I've got nothing. I'm just sitting in my room doing nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, no one cares about what I'm doing with my five-year-old daughter. You know what I mean? There's, there, there's that battle as well. But um, but you know, just w- talking to him about the whole thing, it's it's um, you know, having this like ability to put stuff out but what happened after he was on the podcast i was getting messages from mariner fans saying oh, i tell him to get back on and write this and write that so i know i'm going to get that with you so just just a heads up i'm gonna once you that. start following me and liking all my stuff uh-huh. it right, doesn't matter if it's mariners related or not you're gonna you're gonna have people uh want you back on there so make sure you jump back on there <laughs> for sure
1: all right all right Sounds awesome
0: good. hey evan man this has been fun I, I appreciate it and i'm hoping man i know you are too 2021 spring training 162 games man like how how much did you not take for granted but when and asked a couple guys this as well you're not playing baseball in summer right and again you haven't been you really haven't been playing that long you haven't really missed that many that many summers due to baseball but were you just dying to get to get back out right before they announced that you guys are going to come back out and play 60 games Absolutely. I mean, we're yeah. trying to sit there and
1: have conversations with buddies that were still in Arizona, where it's like, yeah. you know, can we get if we can't play, can we get some ABs in? So you know, we yeah. wanna, we don't want to lose a full year of getting ABs and game like experience because um, it's you know it's you know every year's big for us to to yeah. try to continue to grow and be better. Uh, we were definitely itching, you know. Once we got that call, I was, you know, very thankful for that. And yeah, um, it was it was definitely weird, man. Especially being we weren't intending uh, we didn't expect to be in Arizona this late into the summer, yeah. and boy, it was, it was getting hot, so. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Well, I was going to ask you, man. You, you were you were experiencing some of the heat, right? so oh, you yeah. You're living there basically full time now, right? Like that. Yeah. Okay. So you're living there full time. So that's another thing, dude. I mean, obviously, I know you're going to be out playing baseball, but you got to think. I mean, if you're going to raise a family there and everything else, it's going to be it's going to be blazing in the middle of summer.
1: For sure, it's definitely something we've talked about. You know, yeah. going back to Ohio, it's it's cold there in the winter time. You can't do that's much. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you come from Ohio.
0: That's, yeah, fair enough. Cool that's. You can
1: go sit sit in there, cool yourself off, but I don't know, it's something, something uh, we'll cross when we get there.
0: Are you a big Cavs fan? No. Nah. LeBron no. LeBron I mean, James? I like,
1: I like basketball a lot. I'm not a huge NBA fan. Um, man, I'll watch, watch the playoffs, but i don't sit there and like watch, you know, throughout the entire season, I'll watch every game. i i enjoy highlights for sure. Yeah, right. Um, but I don't sit there and, you know, have a, have one team, but if I had a team, I guess it'd be the Cavs got to stay, right. stay loyal to my Ohio guys, but I'm am a Cincinnati Bengals fan uh,
0: through and through football though. Because so. I was going to ask you is like I was going straight into LeBron after that after LeBron mm-hmm. left we are like you know screw this that's why I was asking you. No, nah, but you didn't have did to go that way. So yeah, well hey Evan man this has been fun man. Hopefully we can do it again. And what I was saying before before I went on that whole rant I'm hoping 2021 2021 yeah. I was about to say 22. Spring training. I get to meet you in person. Not over Zoom. I'm sick of Zoom, dude. I, I, I don't know how much time you spend on Zoom, but I am so sick of it. <laughs> I'm over it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But um, it, it's been fun, Evan. I appreciate it, man. Have, have a really good off-season. Thank you, dude. You do the same. You. See you, buddy. <laughs> on the Top Step with Evan White. What a dude, man. I'm looking forward to meeting him in spring training, face-to-face, the way it's supposed to be, uh, very, very soon. But uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you click that, that subscribe button. Make sure you tell your mates, tell your friends, tell them all about this good stuff that we're pumping out on The Top Step. Uh, and make sure you go to www.thetopstep.com slash podcast if you want to go straight to it. And uh, enjoy the video. i got a little highlight hero video on there. A lot of fun. Guys, I'll be back next week with a really good episode, amazing guest. Thanks for tuning in. Killing them. Just kill kill killing them.